And we're live. Hi, everyone. How's it going? And welcome to the journey there. Yes. Oh, my gosh. We finally rebranded. And I don't know if it's actually going to work or not, but I also upgraded my recording. What do you call it? Recording um, equipment. And it's really, really cool. Um, Basically, I took a break uh, this past two weeks, I think. I'm not sure, but I took a break. Um, I deleted my social media for a while, but obviously I had to go back to it. And I had just a lot of time to reflect. Uh, granted, this specific rebrand, I've been thinking about for maybe a month or so. And you can really tell how um, how impulsive I am because it only took me a month to be like, All right, let's just rebrand, whatever. Um, but for real though, I wanted to rebrand to another name or whatever because before the after talk for me, kind of, I think I phased out of it already, you know what I mean? Because the, the whole idea or the premise of before the after talk was, you know, um, just talking and letting go, expressing yourself without a care in the world, you know what I mean? Like, it's more of um not caring about what other people think and just trusting in your own thoughts and like it's yun nga, um it's more of just the impulsive thoughts that i had and i wanted to bring it out into the world before i was over i would overthink it or i would just like stop myself from expressing myself um but you know, I feel like I just grew out of it because I think now more than ever, I've become a lot more, for one, conf- confrontational. Um, like, it's not hard for me anymore to confront my feelings or, like, confront people about how I'm feeling, which is really, really cool. Um, aside from that, uh, I have been a lot better about not caring about what people think. I think this year has been or has become the year where I'm really just unapologetically myself already. And that's really cool because oh, it took a long time to get here. You guys already know um, if you are or you have been listening to my podcast for the past year. But um, I had the hard time with the bullying, whatever. And really made me second guess myself a lot and hold myself back and before the after talk god bless it um it was about you know just letting go and just trusting and i think i really did that with before the after talk but now it's you know the time is up for it and i think it's time to just introduce the journey there which is basically a podcast where i'm just gonna be like recording my growth because i realized also that i have been growing up a lot with before the after talk like i had a lot of episodes where i was like oh nga no like i realized oh my gosh i'm i'm learning a lot i'm maturing a lot and before i didn't think the same way that i do now you know what i mean so it's just it's just me growing up and the journey there to, I guess, maturity. I'm not really sure, but I think it's just something that I'm pretty proud of. Um, I don't know. I'm not ashamed of before the after talk or anything. I don't have any regrets with it at all. Oh, I kind of have regrets with it. Like, um, 
what like the between the lines whatever uh mini series that i had it was like okay lang i guess like i but i think that was just me wanting to sing a lot and now i still do want to sing a lot but i don't think i'm going to be putting it on the pod i'm going to i have an instagram account for this podcast it's called honestly i haven't even made the like, i haven't rebranded the instagram yet because it's like i'm going to have the name reveal tomorrow but so like if i change the name right now it's like oh there's no name reveal anymore right anyway i'm hoping that the journey there dot the pod is available if not then uh, i guess i'm just going to update you guys by, by then but yeah um i have an instagram account for it and basically what i'm planning to do with it is be- make it like a i don't know i have so many ideas for it dude like i have a lot of i don't know cuz i learned a lot from my marketing class and i guess with time i started maturing and like finding my focus and before the after talk was very very um all over the place honestly for me like there was no like s- like there was no set topic that i had it's just like literally whatever i wanted to talk about but if that's your branding like yeah sure it's okay if you can talk about that like anything goes by emma chamber i can't even say her name emma chamberlain her podcast is called and if anything goes and she gets to talk about whatever she wants because that's literally the branding of her podcast that it's going to be re- like random and shit like that but the branding of before the after talk well i guess technically it is also branded as something like whatever comes to mind just say it but i want to be more focused now with my content and with that i want to make it more towards growing up learning um I don't know like the steps towards um maturity and everything because I also realized that my demographic is around the same age as me um and we're all going we're all growing up the same way not the same way but like gets we're kind of maturing at the same time and whatever I learn I want to share with you guys because you guys are my friends also well, not like all of the people who listen to this are my friends honestly I don't know where most of the like stream count like i don't know how, why there's so many but like it's mo- like what you guys are my friends and i'm going to talk to you like my friends and sometimes cuz i with my friends themselves it's like wala lang we're not going to talk deep shit all the time like we're not it's not like every single conversation i have with my friends it's going to be a heart to heart um so like it's not all the time that i get to share the wisdom that i have wow feeling but like gets it's it's something i'm learning and i want to share it but it's not like i'm always going to share it with my friends because sometimes they don't ask for it i'm not going to impose on them like yeah listen to me you know what i mean so yeah anyway so i really hope that this mic is doing it like justice because it's a gift from charlie it's really really cool um cuz christmas came around and Ooh, it was fun. I don't know. I had a lot of fun with it. Um basically on 23, normally on a normal basis like pre-covid, um my Christmas season would be on 23 I have a family um dinner or family party with my dad's side. And then on 24, um which is Christmas Eve, 
uh, we're gonna spend it with my mom's side where we have like a big party and there's like costumes and like teams and like games and whatever. So pretty extra Noche Buena. But this year, obviously, we can't do that. So what we did on 23, well, it was funny because I had an exam on 23 and I was literally dying um, upstairs in my room taking the test while my family was having dinner with my dad's side downstairs um, through Zoom. So, like, don't cancel me, please. Like, it was through Zoom. Um, But, yeah, so it was just so sad because I missed the dinner party because I was upstairs taking the test and I had no choice. Like, I could not rush it. Duh. Like, I'm not going to rush my akads for that. But, yeah, anyway. And then on after the dinner, I had another Christmas party with my department, hospitals. If you don't know, I am an officer in Caifateneo. And, yeah, we had a lot of fun also. We had Secret Santa and, like, my Secret Santa wrote me a letter and it was super-duper touching. Um... His name is Raph, and uh, he's one of my closest panaman in uh, the department. And I was really, really lucky that he got me because, like, the letter that he wrote for me was super duper thoughtful. And like, I'm, I look back on letters not like every time I'm sad, but like, I'm gonna keep it in a box, and then like, I, I like aging them. Does that even make sense? Like, I, I age my letters where. Um, I keep it in the box, memory box, and then I'll open it like three, four years from now and then I'll see like, you know, whatever, like how much has changed, whatever. I'm really hoping that he stays in my life because this year he has become one of the biggest blessings that I have. Um, You know, COVID was really, it really made me lonely and shit. And I have never even met Raf in real life and i said this before in the pod but i was like second guessing like can people really be my friends if i've never even seen them in real life but like parang my friendship with this guy is like it makes me feel like i've already met him before because we're already so close you know and it just really means a lot to me and i've created a lot of friends like that um in covid and again i was always so guarded like these people don't know don't really know me because it's like it's, everything's online like you see the things that i choose for you to see whereas on in person it's like you can watch me not like candidly you know what i mean like i think that was the hardest part for me and um making friends in covid is that i didn't know if people were actually my friends or if I was just performing for them and like and they like me for the performance that I give off online you know it was really hard to get past that but um I guess I guess I just started trusting Raph I don't know I don't know man it's tough shit stuff but yeah okay anyway so what else happened in Christmas? Oh, yeah. So, 24 naman. Um, so, I slept pretty late, 23. And then, 24, it was a pretty busy day. And I honestly don't know if I regret it or if I am happy with the way it turned out. But, basically, 24, um, 
I don't know why, but I was so eager to do so many things in Christmas break. But the thing is, I don't have that much time to do a lot of things because my Christmas break is only going to be two weeks. Um, is it two weeks even? Um, basta my um, break ends in Jan 4 and technically it's a working break because I have a lot of exams to deal with, submissions to do, whatever, whatever, whatever. Anyway, so... On 24, I was like, shoot, I need to sul. I have to make sulit. Oh my god, I hate Begonianess. But I needed to make the most out of the few days that I have for myself. Um, so yun nga, I removed all of my social media for a while. And I <laughs> I cleaned my room, like I scrubbed the floor literally, like I felt like, like I, it was stupid because I didn't even use a mop or anything. And I'm okay, fine, whatever. Maybe I'm being a little bit like bratty about it or I'm, I sound so ma'artin man. But I, it was tiring. I think everyone gets tired after, you know, doing like scrubbing the fucking floor. And like I did it with just like a basahan. I didn't even use a freaking mop, bro. Like I was just like on the floor and scrubbing away. And I don't know why I overworked myself because after that I showered, got ready, um, and then fixed the program for the ni- for that night because I was hosting the Christmas party. And um around two o'clock I tried the nap, could not nap. I think it was just because I'm a- I was anxious or something. And then three to four o'clock we I started cooking and I started cooking a lot of things, honestly. Like why did I want to exhaust myself so much? Like every single hour of 24, I was busy. And I think I just didn't want to not do anything. You know what I mean? Like I didn't want to just um do nothing. I don't know. Like for me just lying down in the bed is just something I do on a regular basis already, if that makes any sense. So on a holiday like Christmas Eve, I didn't just want it to be like another day, you know. So yeah, I cleaned my room, I cooked, I hosted, I did whatever I could to make it a fun night. And then 25 rolled around and it was very, very fun. I was very happy about it. Um, and I'm sure my family enjoyed also the games that I hosted and shit like that. And I came up with. Parang we ended the night on a happy note naman. Um, and 25, I got to see my Lola. Uh, we were just, we just talked to her. Um, obviously, social distancing and everything. But it really meant a lot to me to see family on December 25. Because that's what we always do. Uh, yeah. And then 26, what happened in 26? Oh, I saw Charlie that day and we it was our very first date um, after how many weeks because we were both really, really busy. Um, yeah, like she had a lot of work to do um, with ACADS. Obviously, I had a lot of work to do with ACADS and ORG. And so, parang yun, we didn't, we didn't, see each other for a while and also she got like a pc and like she just really it took up all her time already and i was like okay whatever like it's fine like it's okay whatever <laughs> i 
personally don't think that I'm a clingy. I'm not clingy at all. But at the time, I was just like, man, I'm really going through a lot of stress right now. And she's not here talking to me. Such a lonely Christmas, la la la. But it's okay. It's fine. Um, After that, 27, I went to Baguio. See, guys, I'm telling you, every single day of this break, I've been really busy. And I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing because I haven't really properly rested. Anyway, so on 27, I went to Baguio um, until 30, which was yesterday since I'm recording this on January 31. But on in Baguio, I was just with my cousins. And also, yes, we got tested. Yes, we were very, very safe. Please do not cancel me, I swear. Um, we were very, very safe. We always had our masks on. We always had our face shields on. I had um wipe like wet wipes with me and like a what do you call it alcohol spray with me every single time um yeah and we were mostly staying in the hotel and it was my it was one of the only times i actually got the nap and rest and i didn't realize how exhausted i actually was because like obviously at home i don't really nap i'm not a napper but when i was in baguio all I could do was sleep and I could really feel the exhaustion just weighing in on me. And then like one I was supposed to have a meeting then with my project head partner, Jerry. And it was so oh, I was so stressed out about it because I was like, shit, how am I gonna do this? Because what if my parents wanna eat out um in a restaurant or something? And like my scheduling was off and like, you know, it was I was on vacation and I had a meeting and I wasn't complaining about it naman. Like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. It's there, like there's no question about it. But and I was really pushing for it, okay? Like I was really pushing, like, Jerry, let's meet this time na lang, okay. Is that okay? Because I might be out of um the hotel, I might not have Wi-Fi, la 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 la. And then Jerry was the one who stopped me and he was like, dude, it's okay. Let's meet when you're back at home because I understand how important it is or like how rare it is or how special it is um, to be out in the world right now. And I want you to be able to enjoy it. And I was like, wow, that's so nice. I could not, I couldn't believe my eyes because obviously he messaged me. So I was like, oh my God, like who knew people could be so nice like that? I could not, I did not expect um, my partner. I could not, I did not expect to be so lucky with the partner that I got um, for this project. Uh, and it's a very, very big project. Well, not very, very big, but like very, uh, I don't know. But it's a big project. Um, and it's something that we should be working on already, but we're not. And it's just really nice because he put my mental need, my emotional rest, whatever, first. Oh, and it meant a lot to me. I don't know. Anyway, now I'm finally back um in Manila, in Quezon City, and I am recording this episode because I finally I I want to be able to you know keep up with the rebrand of before the after talk into the journey there and yeah um so now I talked a lot but. I think you guys, I just wanted to catch you up on everything that's been going on in my life because a lot's been going on. Obviously, I'll be unfolding a lot more 
um throughout the year uh this year but i guess that's just start like what you miss you know and i also wanted to mention that like i don't know like i like being prepared and i was really happy that i did pre-record a lot of episodes before but the timeliness of each episode was not always accurate anymore because parang i don't know it felt more disconnected in a way because when i was pre-recording things parang you guys or my friends would be hearing things that i felt three weeks ago and then they'll come talk to me about it like hey dude how are you feeling about blah, blah, blah? Or like, hey, I want to talk to you about the podcast. But now it's like, oh, what? My feelings are different already. My feelings changed. Um, so I with that, I kind of just want to try to do like weekly recording sessions and just catch you up every single week lang. Um, I'm going to try stop to not do uh, pre-recorded anymore. But that comes with knowing that I might not be able to upload every single week then, you know, because like sometimes it's going to be really, really busy. Anyway, so now actually getting into um, the actual, the meat of the freaking podcast. Damn, that was not even it yet, guys. But I obviously it's a new year and with the, I'm just going to continue slash end the mini series that I had with before the after talk and that's the things i learned in 20 something and finally we are in 20 things i learned in 2020 um i just want to be able to look back on the year and you know reflect with you guys so yeah let's get it started Okay, so the 20 things I learned in 2020. Um, With the other uh, posts that I had before or like the other episodes that I had, I always had like a pre, pre-paragraph. What? Like an introduction to it. Uh, but that's because I wrote it like years ago and like I was prepared and whatever. But now I just wrote a list. So like whatever, you know. And also I think... Um, it's just summarizing all the things that I talked about this year. Obviously, I've been sharing with you guys my thoughts, my le- my lessons that I've learned um, through the podcast. But now I'm just going to summarize it. Uh, yeah. Okay. The first thing that I learned in 2020. So, yielding isn't a sign of weakness or that you don't care. It means you understand your place and are doing what you can with what you are given. Leadership in Kaith, where I'm not the boss, ACADs, starting a business, and even in general, your quarantine didn't have to be that crazy productive to say that you didn't waste your time at home. So I think everyone had the same, um, or not the exact same, but like I think everyone coped the same way or somewhat the same way at the start of this quarantine where everyone felt the need to fill up their time um, and not waste it. Uh, coming from... I, I don't know, I like hearing a lot of stories from um, pre-COVID, it seemed like everyone had a very, very busy life. And it's like time is money, you know what I mean? I, I think everyone had that mindset. And when COVID happened, time 
kind of stopped for everyone. Everything was like canceled or rescheduled or whatever. And parang everyone felt like they were wasting their life. Um, but the reason why I put this as my first um, lesson learned is not only because I was like full-fledged, like doing everything, like freaking opening a, like launching a blog and launching a podcast, whatever. But I was just always on edge and I always felt like I needed to succeed in everything I did. Um, but dude, how the hell are you supposed to like succeed in a pandemic? Like wh- what are you supposed to do that could like like get the same results as before does that make any sense it's like okay in real life or on site parang you got a lot of um satisfaction out of um like completing a project right but in covid it doesn't feel as satisfying because you're just at home and like you don't physically feel a change you know what i mean it's like I don't know, for me personally, when I had a lot of projects on me um, because I, w- I didn't want to waste my time, um, when it all ended or when it was over, I didn't feel gratified just because they were over. It's a completely different feeling. And I was searching for that gratification for months and months and it didn't come. And so yielding was me resting finally and just like focusing on a few like few fewer things um that even if it's not on site it will still bring me gratification as though it was on site and that's why i kept this podcast going because it was one of the those things that kept me gratified and kept me feeling good and it's okay to work but it should be something that makes you feel good. And I think that's very privileged of me to say also because obviously some people have to work to live. But what I'm doing is the work to enjoy um, and fill up my time and whatever. So yeah, that was the first one. Okay, number two. You will succeed in your own time and in your own ways. Not everyone will earn thousands of pesos in a business, but that's all. That that's also because it depends on the market. Not everyone can be... DL every every year because maybe that Sam just has much harder subjects than from someone in another course. Stop comparing yourself. Okay, so yeah, I think yun nga, at the start of quarantine, everyone was doing shit, you know? Like, everyone was opening a business, everyone was doing this, that, this, that. And parang, a lot of people, like, there are some people who really did kick off um, and some people who failed. And I think all of us were really, really hard on ourselves because it's like, obviously, it's not a nice feeling to fail or not succeed, you know. Um, but I feel like we only really fail when we compare ourselves to other people because there will always be someone better, you know what I mean? It, And I know that's like something painful to hear, but it's like, it's true. Like, someone will always be better than you. So you will always be a failure. But if you focus on yourself and you focus on your track and your path, you could actually be succeeding pala and you didn't even notice. Because I'm pretty sure the someone who's bet- the person who's better than you has someone who's still better than them. 
everyone will keep failing if they compare themselves to other people. So always just focus on yourself, you know? And I don't mean that in a, like a selfish way. But it's for your emotional and mental well-being to focus on yourself and reward yourself for the things that you're doing and make yourself feel good for it. Because I think everyone just needs um, like to be appreciated. And some people... Parang, you can't always rely on other people to appreciate you. You have to appreciate yourself. So stop comparing yourself to other people and just reward yourself for the good that you do on your own, you know? I read this quote, um, or no, I didn't read this quote, but like my cousin actually said this to me in a conversation once because we were, I was having a hard time. I was having like a sad boy moment and she just talked me through it. Wait, I'm going to see it. Mm. Oh, yeah, here. No one in the world needs your love and grace more than you do. Just take care of yourself, man. That's the most important part. Okay, number three. Love goes beyond the feeling. It is not enough to feel it, but to tend to it constantly. It is something that grows in time and not all just in one go, always. So this is something I actually learned from Charlie because before, I always just thought like, you know, love is enough. My love is enough. Like, my... That's it. Like, I love you. I I feel the love and that's it. But that's not true because, like, okay, I'm gonna, like, compare this to my parents. Okay. Um, I know they love me. Um, I know that they have love for me. But sometimes I don't feel it. And if you're new here, yes, surprise, I have you know mommy issues parents parental issues um but sometimes i really don't feel their love even if i know that they love me and that's because love goes beyond the feeling it's in the action it's in the action where you feel the love because not everyone's going to be able to read your mind not everyone's going to be able to read your feelings you know it's in can you hear the ice cream truck? I really hope not. I don't know why there's an ice cream truck. There's never an ice cream truck. Why? Like, this has never happened before, guys. Anyway, so, um, what was I saying? Yeah, it's not in, it's not in just the feeling. You can't just keep feeling the love for someone and not letting them know it. You have to let them know because that's how love works that's how a relationship works not only just a relationship like with one person but like a friendship or anything you have to let them know how much they mean to you because some people just can't always assume you know like you can't leave everything up in the air for them to just guess it's not a guessing game life is not supposed to be so complicated so stop making it complicated, you know? Anyway, number four. Resting is productive. You have to... Go- yeah, I cannot read. <laughs> okay, resting is productive. You have to charge your phone to be able to use it to its fullest potential. Because when it's at 1%, it glitches and it slows and it, it slows down. And it will break more easily because you don't take care of it. You are the same as your phone. I think that's self-explanatory, you know, yun nga with um, COVID and lockdown. 
dude, everyone was burning themselves out because time is money and we were wasting time. And after that, it was like, there's no time for rest. Even you're, it's pretty ironic because you're at home, your bed is right there, but you won't allow yourself to rest. But resting is really productive also. And something that Charlie always told me or always tells me is like, um, big work equals big rest. You need to rest a lot, especially when you have a big job because you cannot, you cannot work all day with, Two hours of sleep. That's impossible. But sometimes I would do that. Not not, not necessarily two hours of sleep, man. That's so like intense. But like there were days where I would sleep four hours and I wouldn't allow myself to nap or anything like that. And I was at home the whole time. Like why couldn't I just allow myself to rest, right? But yeah, it's also not only that, man. It's not all on ourselves that we were like this because you know academics and shit like. It was really hard for everyone. It was not easy at all. Um, and workload really did get heavier. So it's okay to be tired, but just rest, you know? Anyway, I really hope that you guys can hear me because sometimes I'm whispering when I'm st- when I'm talking and I'm really just trusting in the mic that it can capture my voice. You know what I'm saying? It's new. It's new equipment. I'm not used to it. Let's just keep going. Anyway, number five. Friendships come and go, and just because one ends doesn't mean that they or you were a bad friend. It just means that your time together is over because you've grown differently. And then I put in all caps, it's okay. So yeah, I think I lost I lost a few friends um, along the way. And before, I used to be that type of person who hated herself when she lost a friend. Because it's like, you were not good enough to maintain it. You were... you neglected this friendship and that's why it that's why they're not your friend anymore but sometimes it's not because you neglected them but rather it's just wala lang sometimes it just falls apart and no matter how much you maintain it sometimes it's just time you know it runs it it runs out sometimes friendships run out and that's okay six your health is what matters not what your body looks like I gained a lot of weight this year and I also don't exercise I don't I also don't exercise every single day but what actually matters is that you know you just move around watch out for your health in other ways because exercising isn't everything if you exercise but still eat junk you're still unhealthy it's all about balance so I don't know if a lot of people know this about me but I exercised every single day up until um October uh when covid like lockdown and everything i know everyone was on a health kick and it was it's good i'm really happy that everyone did have a health kick uh but i've been exercising ever since i was 13 years old um i haven't i don't know if i've actually talked about that before but i've been exercising since i was 13 and ever since then i was always so hyper focused on my physical appearances and i think in every single um bl- like x things i learned in 20x um i always mention something about body positivity and everything because every single year i still struggle with it like it's not something that i'm completely rid of already i still get really really insecure about what i look like um and you know with the time that i had i was like might as well exercise every single day because duh like 
you have no um excuse not to right but like again the same thing with rest like what what did i say something about battery right you can't always just run low some days you're not going to exercise because you were tired or like you you ate lo- you ate breakfast late or you're just bloated you don't feel like you, you're dizzy whatever there are always going to be signs your body will tell you when you need the rest and when you're strong enough that's when you exercise again you know it's all about balancing up anyway next Seven, your privilege is not what matters. It's what you do with it that does. I always felt bad for for being better off than other people. Pero ano nga meron kung, you know, like what's there to, what, what's there to do if you feel bad? There's nothing you can do if you just feel bad. It doesn't help anyone that you're just feeling bad. You know what I mean? Like privilege, I think yun nga. I've been preaching about this a lot um, recently in Kaif that I've been tell I've been telling people that you're very very privileged to be um, in the position to help other people, and you're so so lucky to be in that position. Um, it's not enough that you empathize with these people, but you have to work um, towards f- like doing something better for them, you know? I think Kaith really taught me that it's not just the feeling you get, but it's also the actions you do. Again, this is connecting with, um, what do you call it? I said it earlier. <laughs> oh yeah, love goes beyond the feeling. It goes with love goes beyond the feeling because it's like you have to keep practicing it. You have to keep doing it. You have to keep showing that you love them. And yeah, that's the same with privilege. You can't just feel bad for people. You have to actually do something about it. Anyway, you can, honestly. It doesn't always have to be monetary. Sometimes it's service. If you can't do service, there's always going to be another way. There's always going to be another way to help out. So yeah. Next, number eight. You need to give love the way they receive it or else it's not love. It's just selfish. But you shouldn't expect people to love you the way you receive it all the time because love, loving comes naturally too and is not something that can be forced. Sometimes you need to understand what's already a big deal for someone else. Okay, I think that was just because I have had a hard time with love languages, especially this year because basically what gets stripped away is quality time because before quality time would be spending them, spending it with them one-on-one but now it's like, through a screen parang you don't feel the quality time as much anymore um and personally for me i don't like staring at the screen for so long so it's like ugh, ugh, you know quality time's been really hard for me physical touch is gone also and i think we were left with words of affirmation um acts of service sometimes yeah you can do that naman din, but um and gifts and i don't know like you some people if you give them a gift parang it doesn't mean anything naman to them i think now that we were all separated from each other we had to f- to find ways to make others feel that they're not alone cuz i think a lot of people were depressed this year like 
I don't know the sp- statistics of it, but I'm for, I'm super sure that a lot of people fell into depression because of the loneliness they felt. And yun nga, people needed to figure out or like find ways to um to make people feel loved. And it's just selfish when it's like I gave you a gift. Why don't you feel loved? Like that's kind of selfish because it's like you're thinking you're you're thinking of yourself not for them you know what i mean um so yeah as much as possible i think you need to understand the people you're giving love to and you need to communicate to them in a language that they understand it's always like that it's always about language it's always about communicating it because some people for example um some people aren't my words of affirmation like my friend Raf, he's not—he's not the words of affirmation guy. He doesn't talk that much, or like he's—he's he's a talker, but like he's not—he—he's not my words, okay. Um, but I'm kind of my words, clearly. Um, but I guess we got close because we were able to communicate with each other. Um, like our friendship, like how much we mean to each other in the way that they in the way that I understand and the way that he understands like yun nga, he wrote me a letter even if he's not my words um and it made me feel loved and yun nga, I think that's just the important part of it I guess yeah you just have to communicate to them in a language they understand next number nine Stop taking how other people live their lives personally. Trust that they have a sound judgment of their own and let that be it. Don't try to micromanage your friends. They're their own person. Let them figure it out on their own and just be there when they're ready to talk. So, yeah, I used to be a micromanager with people's lives and I think that, um, you know, pissed people off. And I think a, a lot of people were mad at me for it. Honestly, I'm really sorry for the people that I micromanaged. Um, But... I've been learning to mind my own business and, you know, just trust that whatever other people do, they have sound enough judgment to, like, decide whether it was a good thing to do or not. Like, if they ask for your opinion, then, okay, give it. But, like, when they don't ask, don't give, you know? Anyway, next. Number 10. This one's pretty short, but it's one of my favorite quotes. I forgot from who. I think Aesop. I don't even know how to say his name. A-E-S-O-P. He's a philosopher. I'm not sure if Greek or Roman or whatever. Anyway, so he said, gratitude makes what we have enough. And I'm going to leave it at that because that one was really, like, that That hit me. And I think everyone just needed to learn how to be grateful this year for everything that we have, even if a lot of things were taken away from us, you know everything that we have is still enough if we're just grateful for it okay next 11 you are fully capable of being loved properly and loved right so there was this um quote or not quote parang like a screen or like a scene um on charlie and snoopy i forgot what it's called i don't know what that i don't know what that comic is called but the one with charlie brown and snoopy and it was like Charlie Brown, you need to accept the wild possibility that you're a good person 
and people like ah that people like you because you're a good person or something like that and it it shocked me because i was like oh my god people could like me because i'm a good person like i'm likable i have um traits that are worth loving and I, it was hard for me to accept because i was like nah i'm a bad person i always saw the worst in myself and i think a lot of people are the same way but it's a nice reminder that you are worth loving and people like you for a reason you know and yeah so i put it here okay number 12 Lean into what you love. Stop being afraid to commit to things or learn about new things. Out of the I, I can't even read it. At the end of the day, you have you have to live your life for you. So I think this was mostly because I got into BTS. No lie. Um, I was really ashamed of it for a while. Uh K-pop is not very I don't know. Like I don't mean to like get canceled for this or whatever, but uh K-pop wasn't really accepted where i'm from more of like they were judging people who were into k-pop because it's like you can't even understand the lyrics of the song or they can't you can't even speak to them because they speak korean and you speak english so like why do you even like them and it's like dude what of it like there there's like a i the whole i think my whole appeal with k-pop is that it's the artistry in it and it's the music even if you can't understand but but the whole point of music is the sound of it you know what i mean like music is supposed to be something that feels good in your ears and if k-pop is my cup of tea then that's fine whatever and genuinely i don't regret i don't regret getting into k-pop because now it's genuinely one of the reasons why i smile like in a day i'll think about like day young or whatever and it'll make me happy because i love him so much you know and whatever if it's something i love then i'm gonna lean into it i'm gonna keep diving into the bts universe and learning more about the people that i love because it's what makes me happy i'm just living for myself at this point you know what i mean okay so next 13 Stop buying things that won't last long. Don't be afraid of commitment, but don't be too quick to commit either. So yeah, that's just about money. I spent a lot of money on Shopee this year. And some of those things, I don't even remember what I... I, I honestly don't remember what I bought anymore. But I don't... I don't know if I use it. Because I don't even know what I bought. See, exactly. Like, be smart about your money. And invest in the things that are worth investing in. I'm gonna be carrying this on to 2020. 21 like it's gonna be one of my uh new year's resolutions talaga to only invest in things that i actually will use you know like legit things anyway number 14 you don't have to have just one go-to person for all your shit i don't think you will ever find just one person who will be compatible with you for absolutely every single thing it's okay to have different friends for different things so it's like yeah like my work friends like kaith friends they're different from my lex friends because duh like i can't like some people will not be able to relate to the things in kaith and some people won't be able to relate to things in that in Lex. It's going to be like that. There, it's not like one person is exactly going to be like you and will be able to understand every single thing about you. It's okay to have different friends with different things. It's 
it's you're never going to find someone who's exactly like you or who thinks exactly like you. That's why they're it's okay to have different friends. So yeah. Next, 15. You own up to your mistakes, but don't forget that you still aren't the bad guy. You're just not perfect. So yeah, I think I was just forgiving myself again this year um, for the things that I made mistakes in earlier on in the year. Or obviously, I'm, I still make mistakes. Um, But I think at the start of 2020 or the top of 2020, I was just... Oh, I was beating myself up so bad for a lot of things. And I think now I just really do accept it. Like, I didn't know better. But now I do. And I actually take it seriously. So, next. Uh-huh. Okay, number 16. The way someone acts towards you is not always your fault. You need to stop taking everyone, everything so personally. Not everything is about you. So I think it just comes with maturing and growing up also that you and like not everything's about you. Stop making, stop taking everything so personally. Sometimes the things that people do is based, like it's not, they didn't even consider you in their decision-making process. And that's fine. That's normal, dude. Anyway. Next, 17. Love looks differently. Ev- eh, love looks different every single time. So yeah, I think that goes hand in hand with the love languages one. Okay. So number 18. The friends you make are your friends because of who you are. You don't have to adjust who you are to make friends. They will come to you in time. When you continuously change yourself, of course, the people who liked you for that won't like you for another thing. If you just stay consistently yourself, then no one will leave you for not satisfying a certain need. Does that make sense? It's like, uh, I can only explain it through shapes. I'm sorry like if I'm so visual all the time, but it's the only way I understand how to do things. So imagine you are... Um, a square you're a square and you're trying to get through a hole that is also square and you make it through because you're a square but then you know um this you change you become a rectangle now and you don't fit in the square anymore because you're a rectangle this doesn't doesn't make any sense. It's like you're not going to fit in the same places if you keep changing. And I'm not saying never change and like force yourself to stay the same every single time. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying be yourself because you're growing in a direction no matter what. Like even if you're going to grow up to be something completely opposite of who you are right now, there is always going to be a direction there. And your friends um, whoever they may be, they will love you for just being truly yourself. And if you're changing into the complete opposite of who you are now, your friends will notice it. Your friends will see that you are changing into that person. And if they don't think it's okay, if they don't fit it anymore, if they don't like that, that's okay. Again, it ties in with the other thing I said earlier, but 
your friends are not always going to be forever. I think that's something that needs to be said, but not everyone is going to last forever in your life. Um, but yeah, always be yourself lang. That's the most important thing. Again, with the leaning into what you care about, that goes with it too, that you have to just continue to be yourself and lean into who you are. Okay. Number 19, communication is key. No one thinks like you. No one can read your mind. You have to speak up. Again, very, very clear there. Always speak your mind. Always let people know what you're thinking because not everyone is going to know exactly who you are, how you are, you know, how you act. Like, that's a problem with me that I am kind of, I get upset when people don't understand why I'm upset. It's like, the fuck? Like, it's it's so simple to put the pieces together. But for other people, they don't see the same pieces as you do. They don't make sense of it the same way as you do. So explain yourself. You know? Next. Okay. 20. This is the last one. So, at the start of this pandemic, what we needed was inspiration. There was no hope in sight and everyone just needed a reminder that life keeps going on. There was a rush of adrenaline that made everyone inspired to work hard because we all felt in danger and we all felt the need to do something during that time. But now that the dust has settled and there is an end in sight, all we are now is impatient. We are restless and tired because we all burned ourselves out in the past few months and all just want a reward for the shit we've been through this year. I realized what is most important now is patience and resilience. Even if the end is in sight, it doesn't mean it's here yet. Even if we worked so hard this year, it doesn't mean we can just stop. This uh, Things will come in due time, but we need to pace ourselves and just keep going. We will be okay. And I want to end it there because, although I have to end it there, it's my 20th one, but like, uh, life goes on, uh, as what BTS says. Uh, I'm just so corny, but we need to just be patient. Because, yun nga, yes, there is a vaccine already. But it's not here yet. And we're not sure if it's safe or not. It's gonna come in time. Things will fall into place in time. And we have to trust that. And I know 2021... We're all going to be antsy to get out already. We're all going to want to, you know, go back to normal because we all branded 2020 as a bad year. And we were all like, hell yeah, let's let it get, I can't even speak. Let's just get it over with. But you know what? Jan 1 isn't just going to be like a reset button right away. You know what I mean? Like Jan 1 isn't going to change the world. Well, when you're listening to this, it's probably going to be past Jan 1 already. But like, not, not not much is gonna change yet. It will change not because of the year, but because of time in general. Things will get better in time, but we're not going to mark 2021 as the year that everything will be okay again. And I want people to know that. Like, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer about it or anything like that, but I think it's being realistic to say that don't get your hopes too high up yet don't be too excited that things will be completely different next year because it might not be we might be here for a long time pa. but it's okay because with time nga, we learned how to use our time 
wisely at home. And we've adjusted, we've learned, and that's that. That's okay already. And we're gonna be here for each other. I know it. You know it. And yeah, I think that's it. I'm gonna end it there. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you guys like the new art of the journey there. Because it took me a while. It didn't take me that long. But like, um, I don't know. I made it. <laughs> uh, I'm just happy with this rebrand. I'm just happy with the new year. Um, I feel like 2021 will be... I don't want to jinx anything. But I think 2021 has good things in store for us that's all i'm gonna say i'm all, i'm only gonna manifest the good things i know that it's not gonna be easy i know 2021 is not going to be perfect but i know that 2021 will have some good times in it too and i know that if this year i got into bts who knows what could happen next year who knows what i can find um that will make me just as happy too it's all just gonna be a journey and yeah that's all thanks so much for listening and i'm gonna go now i'm gonna talk to you guys next week all right bye